Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, hey, Kathy, uh, how is your uh, day going? It's Wednesday, and uh, we're excited to continue our discussions we've had of yeah. uh, being led by the Holy Spirit and uh, putting things together. So that's been kind of fun. Um, These have been some of my favorite discussions, honestly. Yeah. I love just hearing um, examples, live examples of just how the Holy Spirit moves and speaks. It's yeah. a fun thing to talk about. Yeah. And uh, and we've had the privilege with our guest uh, for them to express how that works for them. Uh, right. uh, we, we've heard, you know, Mike, Mike Sherrill's story and Jeff's, Linda's, uh, Dan's, um, uh, Rick, Rick, Rick and Nancy, and then Terry mm -hmm. and Scott, um, <laughs> uh, they shared a, a great story about their time in, uh, uh, Europe. It was, we, we were in Germany and, um, you know, they had, they had, had <laughs> you know, we had, we had, uh, I can remember talking about it, uh, about, and this is the issue of, of the spirit and unity. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Dave Dunkel and I were there and, and we just asked him, you know, how, how are you sensing about your thought about selling your home? Right. Um, and they had said, um, well, we're in unity on it. Uh, we're good. <laughs> we're not selling it. We're, we're good. Right. Um, okay. So Dave and I, uh, they were in unity with each other on it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they had, they had come to a conclusion as a couple that, well, this is what we want to do um, mm -hmm. and why. Well, Dave and I, uh, because of, of our having the same Holy Spirit, see, we could ask, Father, is that so? Mm -hmm. Is that your decision? And we both got, no, it's not my decision. Mm -hmm. um, so all we said was, are you, uh, would you be willing to go back to God and see if he would he would confirm that, or mm -hmm. has something else for you. And uh, that um, and the next question we ask him is, are you neutral? Mm -hmm. uh, they both kind of said, not nah, really. <laughs> uh, but yeah, right. we would. They would. Uh, we'd go. We'd go do it. So they um, they went and uh, processed it somewhat, and they still weren't. Yeah, they weren't sure. Uh, but they they also weren't now as confident that they had God's answer. They were just, right. yeah, maybe we should keep going. So that's when Terry and Terry shared it. Uh, we went to this uh, castle. It's it was Ludwig's castle in Munich uh, area, south of Munich. And uh, uh, she said, you know, would it be okay if I don't go in mm -hmm. and I just go to this bench? Is this and New I, Schwanstein? Uh, no, it or wasn't New Schwanstein. It was okay. It's one. Uh, it, he's got. Uh, six or seven castles uh in the area this one okay. this one is i think it's called maria plots uh and it's this big uh government agency uh castle that he would function at, at in his okay. pri his primary castle outside of munich okay uh, and it's, it was magnificent it was beautiful and she said you know no uh could i spend the day just being with god and and because i need an i need to see what he has to say Mm -hmm. uh, and that's who she talked about. She didn't have any cell service and internet <laughs> and God gave her everything, you know, like, okay, I'll get you, you know, and she processed it. Was it. She processed it. And then, um, uh, went with Scott, uh, after that. Uh, and she, and she confirmed that God said, you know, actually I do want you to sell that house. Right. And so, <laughs> Uh, and see, this is the beauty of the, of the life of God. Um, and we got to be part of it. We got to experience right. it. Um, and so they say, would pro appropriately, okay, all right, we're willing to do that. <laughs> willing to do that. When, <laughs> when would you like us to do that? And by the way, you know, we're, we're on vacation and, right. you know, um, across and, the ocean, <laughs> across the ocean. And, and he says right now. Mm -hmm. And so. I can remember, I can remember them, 
and this is how I, how I would function. Uh, you know, so if God said right now, I would say, so you're telling me right now <laughs> while we're gone and our house isn't uh, ready, it isn't, uh, right. hasn't been cleaned, hasn't been put staged. You're telling me right now you want me to put this up while we're not even there mm -hmm. and all that stuff has to happen. Right. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I okay. Love it. All right. Uh, and so they do. And, and, um, and so they sold the house while we were on that retreat. Right. In um, and, and, and a little of, they started at the beginning of the week. And by the end of the week, that realtor had put the house on for the market, mm -hmm. done all the things that she had to do to show it. Right. That she showed it and they bought it for full price. Uh, Amazing. And, and, and that's, it's such a great example, even to see both sides, you know, sometimes when we're abiding and we're seeking an answer, there's a long drawn out process because there's things that he's refining and pieces that he's moving. Other times when we have a heart to surrender and to go to neutral and we're abiding on something, he's like, boom, let's go. Right. And, uh, and it happens just so quickly. Like what happened with them? I have to wonder, I'd love to know, to follow back to whoever bought that house yes. and find out their side of the story. Yeah. Cause I bet, <laughs> I bet God was working some things there that were just beautiful too. Yeah. I'd love to hear the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, of course, then they were on that trip and the ship afterwards and they couldn't even get service and they got it and signed everything and everything's done. And, and they crazy. <laughs> uh, and part of the story they didn't get a chance to share was, uh, by the way, the next piece of the, of the puzzle had to be filled out. And that is, well, we only got three weeks to move out. Right. Uh, where are we supposed to go? <laughs> now, remember, they hadn't even started. Right. So uh, one thing we actually urged them to do uh, while they were on the ship, uh, one of you and Scott write down in order to thrill your heart mm -hmm. for this next place, what would that look like? Mm -hmm. uh, and they did. They wrote that down and uh, they processed that with God. And then they, they go back and literally within a week or so, they, the place that, that God gave them was spectacular. Oh, how uh, sweet. And uh, it was it was over the top spectacular. Uh, and it was, again, the timing of it all was, right. you know, I, I'm working this piece. I work the next piece. Uh, this is what I'm going to have you do while you're here. Uh, became a great place for their family uh, to come and visit and be part of their life. And just the whole story is, is remarkable because God says, you know, I have I know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, come and follow me. Uh, mm -hmm. And so, you know, we said, and, and let's go back to John 16, just so we can reiterate again one more time uh, what what the role of the Holy Spirit is. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and read that, John 16, 13 to 15. Sure. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Yeah. Uh, and we've been talking about uh, in, you know, many, many ways of uh, he's guiding us into truth. He's telling us of things to come. And this last piece is uh, I, I'm going to transfer what is God's, what is Christ to you. Mm -hmm. uh, all that is God's uh, to us. Right. Uh, so that means that uh, it's, the, it's the, the nature of God, the, the truth of God, the beauty of God. All of that is going to be transferred to us, again, step by step by step. So right. what, what that means, and he makes this word, and the word there is I declare it. Mm -hmm. um, so that it's a, it's a process of him speaking it and then us abiding in it, going to faith, like we said, he authors and finishes it. So I declare something, uh, now stay with me, abide with me. Uh, faith comes in here and hearing from the word, abide with me and I'll have you experience this, receive mm -hmm. it. And it's, it's Christ that's going to be transferred to you. Right. Uh, so it's this beautiful piece of, again, as he takes us step by step by step, is he says, 
in essence, what I'm doing is have you receive uh, who I am mm-hmm. in, in you, and you get to live it out. Um, and it's called receiving, you know, in a broad sense, the names of who mm-hmm. he is. So I'll be your provider. I'm going to be your director. I'm going to be your healer. All mm-hmm. these things that he is, he says, I'm going to declare it. The Holy Spirit's role is to declare it. And you say, okay, so I've heard that you're going to give me forgiveness. I've heard mm-hmm. that you're going to give me trust instead of fear. I, I've heard that uh, you're going to guide me and lead me into this decision that Linda and I are facing. Uh, and what Christ already knows, he's going to get that to me. Mm-hmm. How? I speak it. I, I'll declare it. And then I'll walk you into it. Uh, and mm, so it's, it's a beautiful way of the, of the Holy Spirit that basically says, hey, by the way, and this is so beautiful to all of us, is there's nothing that's limited right. for us so that we don't get into this mode of, I guess I'm unlucky. Um, mm-hmm. I guess other people get some things that I don't. He says, no, I'll transfer you to all mm-hmm. that is Christ to you of your lifetime. Do you have a heart to receive it? Uh, yes, I do. What does that mean? Let me declare it to you. Let's start. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Uh, on right. on my path, and by the way, mm-hmm. it's not all at once, right? Uh, it's step by step, place by place, uh, month by month, year by year. So I, you know, I already know that two years from now, I will be receiving all that is Christ. That's going to be uh, wonderful for me to receive, and that's when He says you're ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a, it's a beautiful way of walking. Uh, uh, so. Again, as we reiterated, this is the Holy Spirit's job. And again, it's a beautiful way of doing it. It's mm-hmm. not a hokey way. It's not a strange way. It's not avant-garde uh, because none of that is in the Gospels. See, that's what I go right. back to is, wait a second, that's not the Holy Spirit. Um, right. Because uh, it's not there. I don't see it right. there. It's beautiful. It's it's wonderful, the life of Christ. Uh, it mm-hmm. was joyful. It was exciting. It was funny. Uh, it was interesting, uh, adventurous. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the role of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and you can right. attest to that as well, that uh, I'll guide you into all truth. I'll tell mm-hmm. you things to come. And then I'll uh, transfer all that is Christ to you as what? You walk into that truth. Mm-hmm. Well, he tells us uh, another interesting thing about that, and that's in Galatians, uh, about the fruit of the Holy Spirit uh, right. which we get to be a privilege of. So go ahead and read that, Galatians 5, uh, 22 to 25. Sure. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Yeah. Um, so, (laughs) uh, you know, you look at a verse like that, Kathy, and, Mm um, it's kind of just how beautiful is this? It says, well, (laughs) uh, why don't you just walk with me, you know, um, keep in step with me, walk with me, Mm -hmm. um, and let me fulfill all that I want. And again, uh, because the way I, I look at things, so in a simple way and a beautiful way is that he says well i want to give you uh these benefits right um and their fruit and remember mm-hmm. we learned about fruit is that what does that come from well that comes from abiding right if you abide Simply staying connected if yeah. you abide with me yeah you'll bear fruit more fruit much fruit mm-hmm. uh, and one of the fruit is our is our nature is the character mm-hmm. uh, transformation that's going on um, and so he says, I will transform you mm-hmm. uh, into these characteristics that are Christ, that are God's. And uh, he says, the key is to crucify the flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about that a second. Um, as you've understood that, when he says, you got to put to death the flesh, you got to not live by the flesh. You know, what, right. what is your understanding of that when he says, well... 
you got to crucify the flesh. What, what is yeah. that? What is that? I, how does that mean to you? To me, that's all about surrender, surrender of my will and being willing to ask him and, and fall under what he speaks to me, you know, and trust that it's really, it's a matter of surrendering. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that flesh is my natural instinct, what I want to do, what I would do without consulting him. Yes. You know, so that um, when he says crucify the flesh, uh, he's saying that uh, your sin nature, your flesh has to be put to death. Mm -hmm. uh, and so what that requires is, uh, first of all, and you, you said it well, surrender. Mm -hmm. um, let my will be released to his will. Right. I go, I want to seek your will, not mine. Um, I go to Gethsemane. Mm -hmm. uh, I process through. So it's a, it's a real heart issue, not mm -hmm. a head issue. Right. We say, yeah, um, I, I want to surrender. Yeah, sure, I surrender. But then you go back to operating in the flesh. Right. Well, that means you haven't really surrendered. Uh, I surrender. And then... I go through the crucifixion, uh, which Christ has done, which has mm -hmm. put to death the flesh, the sin nature that allows me to, mm -hmm. to walk with him, follow him in the spirit, be led by the spirit. Right. Um, okay, now this is important. Um, and we're going to see this uh, even in this verse, is that the result of that will be transformation. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Uh, and by the way, it's a singular fruit, not fruits. Right. We'll talk, we'll talk right. about that in a second as well. Uh, so he says, in order to do that, you have to put to death self. Mm -hmm. Okay. When all the time. Right. Uh, and here's what it is, uh, that, your flesh, your sin nature, uh, is it getting any better? No. No. <laughs> uh, see, and that's why Paul goes into Romans 6 and 7 and says, yeah, there's a problem. Uh, my sin nature is actually there, and it itself doesn't get better. Mm -hmm. So that uh, we, and, and see, the way we look, <laughs> we look at it, we tend to say, well, don't I build up credits? Uh, because, hey, I abided. I, I was abiding. I, I saw right. this happen. I was doing that for uh, two months, five months, six months, a year. Don't I build up credits? Mm -hmm. Which means that because I've been transformed and experienced that transformation, isn't that going to carry on? And I can just rest on that uh, credit that I build up. Uh, and God says, no, because... Um, your sin nature actually doesn't change. Right. Uh, and you carry it with you. Unfortunately, we carry it with us all the time. Mm -hmm. And Paul makes a comment that our default is back to the sin nature. Right. Uh, and so, and this is, by the way, we've talked about um, how do these pastors, how do these leaders go from seemingly speaking mm -hmm. truth having fruit, uh, we see wonderful things happen that they fall off the cliff. Right. Uh, they commit adultery. They uh, give up on their ministry. They commit fraud. Uh, they uh, start speaking false. Mm -hmm. um, how does that happen? And God says, well, again, because of the simplicity of, of my life with you is if you abide with me, which is always... Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll live out this beautiful life and you'll never wind up falling off a cliff. You're never going to uh, start speaking true, uh, false. Right. Uh, but if you go to stop abiding mm -hmm. and you go back to the flesh, it doesn't take long where you now have, have uh, severed that relationship in Escalations right. 5, uh, 1 to 4. You've fallen from grace. Right. Uh, and you go, now you start being deceived. Mm -hmm. uh, and I lost everything that, that was given to me by God right. because um, I did not continue. What he says here right. is you have to crucify the flesh. Right. When? Every day. 
all, every day. all the time. And that's, I think what happens so often, what I see is, um, again, you know, we've talked about distractions and things like that. It's so easy for, for good things to get in the way and distract us from truly abiding yeah. and get on a path of, you know, a lot of pastors get in that, you know, I've got to prepare for teaching, not I've got to prepare my heart to receive. Mm. Um, and so I think, you know, that's something, even, even, you know, as a small group leader, that's something I have to check myself with all the time. I do not want to be caught in, I'm preparing some kind of lesson. I want to be teaching out of simply what God is already showing me because I don't want to be distracted by anything other than what he wants to speak in the moment. Yeah. Uh, and, when, and so and that's an easy thing for us to get caught in and we get busy with good things and suddenly the abiding's not happening. We're just doing for him. Yeah. And, and it looks good on the surface. But as it's you're, not. as you're experiencing, you know, that thought about distraction, uh, talk a little bit more about that, particularly as you look at your small group and, uh, people that you've been discipling, um, how does that distraction enter in and and what what is the impact of that and they and they, again they get fuzzy about all that so mm -hmm. what what happens when that when that occurs so what's interesting to me is that distraction like i said even just on the purest form um the way i like to run my small groups now is literally to have small groups where we're coming together and we're simply sharing what god is teaching us in the word and so you know one of the ground rules is you know start with scripture where does he have you because we always want to be in his word and share what he's speaking but letting that be very organic rather than there have been times when when i have gone and even um, recently, uh, the group was like, we really just want to spend time in James. So we spent time in James and I'll tell you, I, it was a struggle for me the whole time as a leader, because I'm like, but God has me over here experiencing this. And now I've got to stop that. And I have to go study this and he would weave in and whatever. And I'm, I told the group every week, I'm like, I've got to apologize to you. I am not giving you this, but I'm not really apologizing. I'm not giving you this great study of this because this is where God has me. We can read this and we can talk about it. And I love that, but where there is life is over here. And I need to be spending my time where there's life. Right. And, and so that would be a distraction. So I told him, you know, even I was like, I, we did this for a few weeks, guys, I'm done. We, <laughs> that's a distraction. And it keeps me from putting the time and energy where he wants me at. Yeah. And I believe it's doing the same to you because what I saw is they were all feeling the same thing. We're all coming going, you know, what, what's this, this is really, this is really where he wants me. And so, yeah. you know, I, even as a seasoned leader who knew better was like, oh yeah, okay, uh, that's fine. We'll do that for a little bit. That was interesting to everybody, but that wasn't what he had. So. Right. And uh, one thing you said there is, um, uh, which is a beautiful way of, of actually assisting the abiding for all of us and then staying on, uh, you know, what God would have us do for his best, as opposed to getting distracted is um well what is god saying to you right um and so uh as a small group we encourage see everybody uh who's in a small group to move in that direction uh yeah. instead of saying well, let's study a particularly uh, a book that was written by somebody mm -hmm. well you're not studying the word you're studying somebody else's uh understanding of the word right um, right and again as supplemental information uh like i've, I've read a lot of andrew There's murray a time and a place for that uh, you know? that i and i really enjoy uh reading mm -hmm. uh really good books uh and i do i read a lot um not too, as yeah. not as my primary abiding uh as a supplement uh, to oh look at look at some things that they've said and this really mm -hmm. does uh, help me and impact me so I'm not dismissing that but but it's, it is not in lieu of spending not time in lieu of. simply in intimacy of his word and where he's speaking not in it's lieu it's like of. an added layer that he gives you to sit by the pool with <laughs> right <laughs> whatever that's right yeah <laughs> uh, and so uh, uh, as we uh, and see the early church uh, that's how they functioned is uh mm -hmm. and see they talked about the body and the gifting of the body and the expression of the body um they don't they didn't have a model like the western church is the western mm -hmm. church is one guy preaches right and most people listen to it yeah that's interesting and that, that, that nothing actually really changes other than maybe i get a little bit of information and once in a while i get right. some help the early church see was you have the holy spirit mm -hmm. and their question 
would be, what's God saying to you? Right. And then they would come forth and say, this is where God has had me. And of course, they had disciples and they had apostles mm-hmm. that were that would uh, share some things, but they didn't dominate it, uh, right. particularly as they expanded it. Uh, like, for example, <laughs> you know, Peter preached at Pentecost. Right. Well, how many people came to know Christ that day? 3,000. Right, right. Okay, now what they didn't do is say, okay, we, we're going to become the 3,000-member church. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, everybody go back to your homes. Right. Um, and we'll be, you know, making the rounds, et cetera, with the apostles. But you guys just listen to the Holy Spirit, get into the Old Testament, because uh, they were primarily Jewish, by the way, mm-hmm. to start with. Um, and then let's let them share with each other what God is saying to you as right. he leads you into truth. And we'll come and share the stories of what it was be, to be like with Jesus. And then we can talk about that. Right. Uh, so uh, that's what they did. Uh, well, uh, it was a beautiful model uh, of expansion that mm-hmm. it, was, uh, it was keeping people abiding, basically. Right. What is God saying to you? Uh, and now what happened... And keeping them from being consumers. Being consumers. Uh, yeah. And Paul, then, because of now this is, you know, 20, 30 years later, you know, he's writing to the Corinthians. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, you guys are following the model, mm-hmm. but you've become completely chaotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's now become, instead of what's God saying to me, you start trying to get other people to do what you think you should do. And now you're judging people and you're Mm. bringing things to it and saying, I think you should. And Mm -hmm. you've lost the essence of the beauty of being led by the spirit. You're not being led by the spirit. You're led by the flesh and flesh is now chaotic. So, Mm. Hey, you got to get your churches back in order here. uh, Mm -hmm. That it's all about walking with God. You have the right form, but now you're doing it in the flesh, not in the spirit. Right. So that even when you do your small group, um, if it ever got translated is, well, God said this to me and you all should. Mm. Well, uh, you kind of missed it there. Uh, right. It's, it's just, well, right. what's God saying to you? Uh, and you keep that accountability of um, abiding. Uh, and, yeah. and then I, are you abiding? Are you putting to death the spirit? Mm-hmm. Are you being distracted? Are you being uh, led uh, down? And then together, we bring confirmation. Right. Yep. That's what God has you do. Keep going. Keep enjoying mm-hmm. that. Uh, and by the way, the more you do that, there's something cool that happens. Everybody experiences joy. Right. Um, right. Now, it doesn't mean they're Actually, at the same. Actually, it yeah. just happens. Yes. Because it's, well, it's part, because you're walking in the kingdom of God. Right, right. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so. Uh, and that's an indicator. Uh, and that no matter what, and we've got people in our small group, you know, that including us, well, we go through some struggle. We go through some, hey, we're, tr- we're working on this, that God's speaking to us. Mm-hmm. Guess what? In the middle of that, experiencing joy. Right. And God is at work. And look at what God just did. And look how cool this is. Um, always around the question, mm-hmm. well, what's God saying to you? Right. Uh, and that drives us to abiding as opposed yeah. to, well, let's just go study something. And right. won't that be interesting? Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, but it never impacted me. Right. Uh, well, then we've missed the essence of the body, of the, mm-hmm. of the essence of small group. The other um, gift in all of that is that ability of having the others around you. And like I said, you know, when we do this, we like to share, it's always, okay, start with the scripture of what he's speaking to you and then share, you know, because women, we can get talking a lot about (laughs) our, our opinions of it and how things are going too. So we want to make sure we're staying on the scripture, but then we have that built-in check system with other abiding believers to wait a second, you are taking what was true that was written here in scripture and you've skewed it. And sometimes because we can, even being in scripture, we can decide we're, you know, we're looking at it through a filter that is not godly sometimes and comes with some of our own baggage. And so we need each other to help check, to stay true to, to the scripture as well and make sure what we're hearing is truth. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, And that happens a lot in our small group as well is that, uh, you know, again, somebody can uh, take something and interpret it and say, okay, this is what I'm doing with that. And then it's like, uh, wait a second. Um, 
you've missed either something that you didn't see there. Right. Or, hey, by the way, there's more to this. Right. uh, That you've gone prematurely when Mm -hmm. you haven't fully understood all of it. And, hey, by the way, uh, instead of you thinking this way, let God direct you to truth. Not, remember, right. not out of um, uh, control right. or, or out of it's my responsibility. Right. It's just uh, as I'm part of the body and I, God reveals something to me. Right. Uh, and by the way, I appreciate it when somebody does that for me. Yeah. On the other side of it is um, God says, well, I'm showing you something about what they've just said that eh, it's mm-hmm. not quite right. Right. Um, okay. And because we're in a small group. We've already given each other permission for this. Yes. Yeah. Um, and again, I, you know, I might, I might hear things about people I don't, I don't know that well. I will not automatically say, well, I got to say something. Right. I'll always say to God, what would you have me do with this? Mm-hmm. And nothing. Uh, forget it. I just showing right. you the truth. Go to intercession. Yeah. yeah. Once in a while, I might have you say something. Uh, right. But in a small group, he says, I've already brought you together. You are a body now together. And one of the things we talk about uh, is, do we all have permission to mm-hmm. speak up? Right. And we all say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I want that. You want that. See, absolutely. because the gifting that they've got, the insight that they've got, the truth that they've got, absolutely, I want it. Not out of judgment or you should. Mm-hmm. It's here's what I see. And then I'll have to go process it. Okay, Father, right. you, you said that. Could you help me understand it? Uh, give me the depth of that. Uh, maybe that's just partial, not all. Right. Uh, and it, often even it pulls back in, you know, you talk a lot about bringing in the whole counsel of God. Right. I may be focused on one scripture right, right. that that is keeping me with a, a narrow view of what it is. And God has somebody else in the group abiding on another one that honestly fills that out. Yes. So I need to hear both to be able to get to the truth. Right. You know, that's right. Um, so we would encourage you that are uh, in small groups uh, to actually introduce abiding into it and to change it from what I call the blind leading the blind. Uh, right. It's right. Uh, you're operating in the flesh. And uh, yeah, it's nice to be together, but you're not moving down God's path, which is going to mm-hmm. be best and none better, you know, and to encourage it. And so he says here, you know, you got to put to death the spirit, you know, you got to walk with me. And again, think of the simplicity of that is I'm going to produce this great fruit in your life. By the way, in order for me to do that, I need you with me. Right, right. You got to, he says, you know, keep in step and walk with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I need you with me. I can't do it any other way. If you're you're somewhere else (laughs) because you walked away, I I can't produce it. Um, I need you with me. Uh, So, okay. Uh, And he says then, if you do, there will be fruit. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the fruit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Right. And he said it's, it's not separate fruits. Uh, it's, it's the apple, and it's all elements of the apple. It's the mm-hmm. core. It's the seed. It's the skin. It's the, it's the juice. It's the meat. Uh, all of that is an apple. Uh, mm-hmm. so he says, I'll give you all of that as you grow in me um, mm-hmm. and you'll become this so that your love, which is God's love. And I said, I'll help you understand what that is. will grow mm-hmm. uh, your joy, which he said, if you're walking with me, you're going to have joy automatically. Right. I'm going to deepen it. Uh, so you really live in joy. Yeah. I'm going to have you live in Shalom. Um, I'm going to have you live with self-control mm-hmm. so that when you're tempted, You'll have the power to say, no, um, mm-hmm. I don't want to go that way. I want to stay with God. And he gives me right. the power to do that. Uh, uh, the, the aspect of, uh, you know, love, joy, peace, patience. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, are you willing to let me guide you into waiting and right. don't be so uh, reactionary uh, in all these things? Uh, and so the interesting thing is, and, and you can imagine this, uh, People say, I'd like that fruit. Yes. Yeah, I'd like that fruit. Yeah. Um, In fact, we go to this, you know, we'll go through, I think more often than not, I think people see this list and, oh, I've got love, I've got joy, I've got peace. God, I need patience. 
you know, I, and, and they just go through like a checklist of I'm, I need to be more patient. Yeah. And then they set out to yeah. go be more patient, yeah. which fails miserably. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to become more patient. Um, so I'm going to try mm-hmm. to be more patient. Uh, now remember you got an enemy too, that's observing you. Um, mm-hmm. and you've decided I'm going to become more patient. Interesting enough, when I do it on my own, Right. Um, I I actually get worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that um, happen in my life actually uh, in, intensify and increase that actually cause me to be less patient. And it's building mm-hmm. up the pressure of that. And so I failed. Right. Uh, I tried and I failed. I tried and I failed. Um, and I said I was going to become And I'm just not a patient person. I'm just not a patient person. I guess this is as good as I, in, as I yeah. go. And I'm resigned that I can't get there. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is the level I've got. That's it. I'm, I can't right. go any further. Uh, and so you get discouraged uh, and you give up on it. And then, by the way, and particularly if we're in a, in a marriage or a family or friends, we tell them, look, I tried and this is as good as, good as I can get. Right. So you got to love me for who I am. You're, you're going <laughs> to <laughs> you got to put up with me. Uh, uh-huh. and realize, and I put up with you, and so, and then you go to tolerating, but underneath it all, <laughs> your wife says, yeah, sure, okay, you're, 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 uh, that's the level you're at, but quite frankly, it bothers me because it really in- impacts me. Right. Um, and that's not right. There's something not right mm-hmm. here. Um, and he says, well, um, as I so lead you, uh, and see, what I, what I see is this is a, uh, a way of it, it's automatic and it happens so that um, it's not that he says to you, I'm on a path to make you more specifically loving mm-hmm. now. Uh, he can say to you, I want to show you something about that, um, about love or about joy right. uh, that you need to understand. But I, see, he said, I'm, I'm growing your fruit Mm-hmm. Uh, as you walk with me, um, and you'll recognize six months later, a year later, I've become more joyful. I've become more patient. Mm-hmm. I've become more kind. Um, and other people can recognize it in you and say, you know, hey, I've seen that you've really uh, grown in this. Uh, why? Well, because I was with God, being led by the Holy Spirit, who is transform me. And and the way that mm-hmm. I like to portray that, uh, again, is this simple way of um, my uh, uh, grandkids, you know, um, you know, they're, as they're growing up, particularly boys uh, that they are, uh, they are concerned about uh, height. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, you know, am I, am I, where do I sit in relationship to my friends at school? Am I same right. as, taller than, they don't want to be much shorter then. Um, so as they're, as they're you know, spending time with us and growing with us, what they don't do is this. Every day, they don't come to our house you know, with that mark on the wall and say, did mm-hmm. I grow? Did I grow? I, did I grow? You know, am I getting taller? Am I getting taller? Am I getting taller? Am I getting taller? They don't, they don't focus on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing something that they're growing. So that six months later, we can say, hey, look, you grew three inches. You grew two inches. See, look at, right. what, ha- look at what happened to you as you were living out life. Um, and it was like, ooh, mm-hmm. how cool is that? Yes, I, I, I can see that now. So it's not, you don't go and say, I got to grow. I got to get it. I got to get it. Got to get it. Got to get it. Am I getting it? Am I getting it? Am I getting it? No. Walk with the Spirit. And he says, I'll produce this in you. Right. And as you produce it, six months later, you'll say, hey, you know what? Um, I'm becoming more patient. Uh, I'm right. becoming more kind. And by the way, it's in, it's in sync with mm-hmm. your personality. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, um, for me, you know, I'm a, you know, hey, get to the point, Jim, and let's go. Right. Uh, so you would say to me, well... <laughs> You know, you are not naturally patient. Right. Because uh, I'm driven like, hey, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, that's my personality. Linda, as you know, Linda, 
infinitely patient. Uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, no rush. Yeah, take our time. It's okay. Right, right. Nothing bothers me. You know, I'm okay with that. Um, so she's naturally patient. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. You're we, describing Dan and I, by the yeah, way. <laughs> yeah, So we have, we have two separate personalities. Mm-hmm. So when we look at the fruit of the Spirit, we don't have the privilege of saying, I'm going to define mm-hmm. your fruit, your fruit, somebody else's fruit. Right. Well, you should be this way. So Linda doesn't say to me, we're rich. You should become more patient like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, God didn't say that. He said, right. I'm going to produce fruit in rich. So, and in keeping with what he is calling you to do as well, like yes. how he needs you to function yeah, in the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and how I see things and the, and the, and mm-hmm. some of the strength that I bring to that. Uh, so that the question isn't, is it the same as mm-hmm. the question which I, I do uh, ask, and we do talk about it with Linda, uh, that over the last six months, have you seen me become more patient? Right. Um, not defining what that is, is that, right. yeah, I, I have seen you become more uh, fruitful in this area for you, who you are. And remember, I didn't set out mm-hmm. to become more patient. I just walked with the Spirit. And you and, naturally, he and I, began to and grow I, And the it. fruit, fruit yeah. starts to happen as it plays out in right. real situations. Um, yeah. of, Two things I think of when you're sharing that, just one that's funny and then one that's a little, a little more serious. But um, we'll have these same conversations you're talking about periodically. And we were at the dinner table. This was maybe just a month ago. And Anna, my youngest daughter, she has, she has a great sense of humor. Um, but she was sharing, you know, we were talking about different things. And so she was sharing things that she had seen um, Dan grow in mm. since he's been, you know, just over years even, you know, yeah. and, and they were talking about her from the time she was a child to where God has her now and him to when from when she was a child and how they kind of rubbed each other and uh, to now. And, and Dan looks at her, he's like, so what I'm hearing is I get the most improved award. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a great, it was just a, a great interaction yeah. to watch between the two of them. Yeah, um, yeah. I get the most improved award. Yeah, yeah, which I which I know what Dan was thinking as well. <laughs> if I got the most improved award, that means I wasn't very good at this before. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so that, that's the funny one I think of. The other thing that I think of as you're telling this is, I think too often we get caught in the idea that um, our walk with God is all about us becoming a better version of ourselves. Yes, yes. And it's not about us being the better version of ourselves. It's us becoming more like Him yeah. because we are the visible expression of the invisible God. So as He grows this in us, it's not to make us the best us. It's to make us reflect his heart to the the lost and broken world around us. He's making us a more pure reflection of himself. Yes. And that's a beautiful thing. That's right. Um, And uh, it's beautiful because Paul says, you know, it's no longer I that live, but Christ Mm -hmm. that lives in me. Uh, And at the same time, he didn't lose his personality. Right. So Paul was a go-getter, you know, let's go. Uh, He was... Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was somebody that uh, I would be similar to is that uh, he spoke fairly directly. Mm-hmm. He didn't mince words. He's like, uh, well, I'm going to just shoot it to you straight. Here's what I have to say, you know, right. and, but he, so he didn't lose his personality, mm-hmm. uh, but um, he was transformed uh, yeah. because Christ was living in him. And it's the nature of Christ, which of these fruit of the mm-hmm. spirit is, well, what is that? That's the nature of Christ. Right. Uh, that's now functioning in me. And I get the privilege of having the, the, uh, the wonder of that and the freedom of that so that um, I don't have to set out and say, well, I'm going to try to have more joy in my life. Right. It's that I experience who God is, who is joy. Uh, that's right. part of his life. And that's, and that's why, by the way. That's the natural overflow. As we're experiencing that with him, that is what comes out. Yeah. And, and because of that, um, love, joy, peace, patience, joy, uh, 
self-control, etc. Um, in John 17, where he's praying to the Father, he says, I'm praying that they might receive the fullness of our joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mentioned throughout Scripture, Old and New Testament, and particularly Christ speaking it, which is one of the reasons that we, with our leadership and with everything that we're involved in, is are you experiencing joy? Mm-hmm. Are you enjoying the abiding process? Are you enjoying the life that God is leading you into? Because why? Well, that's one of the key natures of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why when people are saying, yeah, but look at all that I'm doing. Right. Uh, and I got to do this and, and I got to work at this and uh, I'm burdened by all this and I got I to gotta fulfill this. And he says, you know, well, let me give you the, the assignment. And, and my assignment will result in joy. Right. Why? Well, that's his nature. Right. Uh, and you get, we, and we get the privilege of experiencing it, you know, so, um, it is, it is a beautiful thing that, uh, as you describe it, that, uh, you know, we are to receive this fruit, not to go get it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a process that will happen as we are what led by the Holy spirit. He said it happens because it's a gift of the, what the spirit. Right. Well, he said, keep in step, right. Walk with me. It's going to happen, you know. Right. Um, and again, now what I will say, I find it to be a great check engine light. This is why we like to to have these conversations, you know, every six months or whatever, and kind right. of see if if that fruit is not increasing in me, then something is off with my abiding. Okay, now say that so again. I call that a good check yeah, engine light. Now say that again because uh, interesting enough, um, you do a check. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing well. Uh, mm-hmm. I've I've actually backward. I've gone backwards. Right. The problem isn't the fruit. Right. You said it. What's the problem? The abiding. The abiding. Yeah. Uh, because see, if you've disconnected, mm-hmm. then that fruit starts to shrink. Right. Uh, it starts to dry up, um, and so it's really not about. <laughs> it's really not about the fruit. It's about the abiding. Mm-hmm. And if you're abiding, which one of the indicators is, are you seeing the fruit right. of this transformation in your life? Uh, and it's again, it's a fairly simple question mm-hmm. that you can say to your spouse, you can say to your friends, um, you know, hey, I've observed that you're growing and hey, that's cool. Tell me about how wonderful your abiding is or and I see it shrinking uh, what's right. going on with your abiding? What's going on? What's going yeah. on with your abiding? Um, and usually exactly. it's because, well, I, I got angry, I got frustrated, I did this, I did that. Yeah, I really don't spend that much time. Okay. Mm-hmm. The remedy is simple. What's the remedy? Repent. Right back. Yep. Come on back. <laughs> go to the relationship and say, mm-hmm. well, I'd like to do it. I'd like to return now and start over. Okay, great. Let's go. Welcome yeah. back. Let's go. Um, I can now give you fruit. Yeah, <laughs> and, and again, just keep thinking. I want to give you fruit. You got to be with me, right? Right. Uh, you got to be here. Right. You know, come on, be with me. And by the way, he said, "My joy," because his nature is joy. Mm-hmm. His nature is peace. His nature is kindness, gentleness. Mm-hmm. He said that all happens for me when I'm with you, right? Uh, and, and, and this is what we don't fully appreciate is we keep thinking, well, I got to do better, got to do better, got to do better. He's saying, no, I just want you to be with me because he said my thrill is to be with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you could really receive that, and, and he says how joyful he is to just be with you and you get to be with him. And that's why life then turns out to be such a joyful thing. Yeah, because he's joyful and you're joyful, you know, so it's kind of fun. Uh, So as we uh, uh, conclude this, uh, you know, again, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. It will happen. How? Mm -hmm. Uh, Crucify the flesh. uh, Go with him. uh, Walk with him. Get in step with him. Be with him. And he'll experience it. Uh, Mm -hmm. So uh, it's been a great uh, experience to really talk about the Holy Spirit and the and we know if you got questions, you know, that you'll be happy to answer them. So uh, if mm-hmm. you're on podcast, uh, on the YouTube, 
uh, put your questions in the comments section. If you're uh, listening to it, want to email us, questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. Uh, tomorrow is guest day. Uh, I always love guest day. Uh, and we're going to have uh, uh, Christian Fer uh, Ferris out of Tampa, Florida, a good friend of mine, uh, and he, uh, Ed Coble, who's also going to, we're going to have them on. They're on, they're on vacation right now, so we'll have to mm -hmm. uh, do them later. But um, they do a partnership in uh, actually committed to teaching uh, business people abiding. Um, awesome. And it happened to him, happened to Ed, happened to Christian, that he really received it. And he was a mm -hmm. pastor and he has been a pastor. It so changed mm -hmm. uh, how he saw things that he just got excited about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to now teach my church. I'm going to teach young business execs. And they had this great ministry that teaches business execs abiding. That's uh, awesome. And it all, and by the way, uh, and, and again, what I do with my leaders, again with Christian, is he's excited about teaching it. My question is, how is it going for you? Right. Uh, because right. remember, it, it if it stops where I stop abiding, well, then what I have to give away goes away. Yep. Uh, so I got to keep in that place, which he does, uh, and it's mm -hmm. quite exciting. So that'll be fun to hear from him. And uh, his uh, he's... <laughs> He's got, uh, we won't have enough time again to, to have him tell all these, all these <laughs> phenomenal stories that he could tell. So that'll be fun uh, tomorrow. Looking so, forward so, to it. Uh, Kathy, it'll be fun. And, uh, and then we'll uh, see him tomorrow and then we'll pick it up again on Friday. So Sounds great. We'll have a great afternoon. You too. Thanks see you for later. joining us, yeah. everyone. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.